Lesson number 47, Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 92 to 109. لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّةِ You will never attain the good reward. حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Until you spend out of what you love. وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ And whatever you spend of anything, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ then indeed Allah is knowing of it. In the previous verse, we learned that on the Day of Judgment, if a person were to spend an entire fill of gold as ransom, it will not benefit him. The time to spend is now. And whatever a person spends in the way of Allah, for the cause of Allah, he knows about it. But what is it that a person must spend in order to attain good reward? in order to attain Jannah, in order to experience the sweetness of faith, مَا تُحِبُّونَ That which you love. Allah says, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ You can never ever attain al-bir. لَن gives the meaning of nafi, meaning it negates. An absolute negation. Never ever. لَن So لَن تَنَالُوا تَنَالُوا is from the root letters نُون يَلَام and نَيْل is to attain, to get hold of something, to reach something. So you will never attain, you can never reach what? Al-Bir. Bir, from the root letters Ba-Ra-Ra, originally means khair and ata. Khair meaning goodness, righteousness, piety. And it also means ata, gift, to give kindness, charitable gift. So it means two things. What are they? Al-Khair and ata. From the same as birrul walidain. What is birrul walidain? Being good towards parents, meaning being dutiful, being righteous, being charitable, spending on them. And this means money as well as your strength, as well as your time and your energy. This is what birrul walidain is. And many times the word bir is mentioned in the Quran along with taqwa. Taqwa is the fear of Allah. Fear which stops a person from doing wrong. And bir on the other hand, is doing good. So bid is goodness, righteousness, piety, being charitable, being generous. This is what bid is. And bid has also been understood as khairul kathir, abundant goodness. So Allah says, لَن تَنَالُوا bir, You can never attain goodness meaning a high level of piety, a high level of righteousness, you can never attain the sweetness of piety, the true spirit of righteousness, you can never attain the reward of bir, you can never attain, you can never reach kamal, the heights, the perfection in righteousness, unless and until you do something. What do we think? If we pray salah, However we pray, doesn't matter. But if we pray salah, we are doing bir. Right? We think that if we gave our zakat last year, we did bir. We think that if we gave a smile to someone, we have done bir. Right? We think that if we speak very nicely, we are honest, we have done bir. Yes, this is bir. But there's one thing that you have to do to reach perfection, to reach the heights of bir. 
There's one thing that you have to do in order to experience the sweetness of it, the reality of piety. And what is that? What is that thing you have to do? Allah says, حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا Until you spend, what should you spend? مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Out of that which you love. What you love, when you spend that, when you give that in the way of Allah, in His obedience, for His cause, for His pleasure, for His sake, whether it is voluntary charity or zakat, but when you give that which you love, then you will attain the spirit, you will experience the sweetness of righteousness. مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Now what is it that we love? مَا تُحِبُّونَ What is it that we love? We love wealth. We love money. And you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that. Allah says, وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ حُبًّا جَمَّا You people, you love money, you love wealth. But how do you love it? With immense love. وَتُحِبُّونَ الْمَالَ حُبًّا جَمَّا In Surah Al-Adiyat, Ayah 8, Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٌ A person is very intense in his love for money. Meaning he loves money with all his heart. When you heard all these numbers, these big figures, did you have this wish in your heart that you had that much money? Or at least a fraction of that money? Be honest. You did. When I was telling you about that diamond and a mansion, about a trip to the moon and everything, did you have that wish in your heart that you could actually have it? Yes. Allah says that we love wealth. So Allah says, when you spend that which you love, meaning money, then you will attain righteousness. But if you think about it, money, or mal, possessions, things, stuff. Do you love everything equally? No, it's not necessary. You love all stuff, but there are some things that you love more, and there are other things that you love less. So, out of the money that we possess, what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want us to spend? That which we love the most. And that which we love the most, it doesn't mean necessarily that it has to be the most valuable. So for example, if the most expensive thing that you own is a diamond, it doesn't mean that you have to spend that. Because you might not like that diamond. Maybe it's too small or too big or too old or too old-fashioned or whatever. You might not like it or you feel guilty wearing it. Okay? But it's possible that you love something such as Hmm, what could it be? A stuffed toy. She loves it. She doesn't like it when her brother touches it. She doesn't like the thought of her mom throwing it away. She doesn't want to part with it. She loves it. Is it extremely valuable? No way. But is it beloved? Yes. What else do you love? Be honest. Tell me real examples. Out of the things that you possess, what do you love? Sleep. Sometimes you have to give that up too. What else do you love? Tangible stuff. Your comic books? Interesting. 
What else do you love? Clothes. Of course. Which is why if somebody offered to help you and they tried ironing them for you and they burnt them, you don't ever forgive them. Or if you went to a party wearing those clothes and a kid came with sticky, oily hands and he gave you a hug with those and now you have permanent stains, you can never forget that kid and you can never forgive him either. What else do you love? Food. Which is why if you have that last piece of pizza and your brother wants it too, you say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not giving it to you. Don't even look at me. Nor my food. And I'm not looking at you either. What else do you love? Your iPod. Which is why you never part with it, even in the washroom. (laughs) Sweets. Okay. Which is why you keep eating them, even if your weight is not in, you know. Your laptop. Which is why you're so possessive about it that everywhere you go, you feel you might need it. And every time you step out of the house, you put it in a safe place so that nobody can find it. And you put passwords on it so that nobody can access it. And you hide the charger so that nobody can find it either. Your car, which is why you never let your son drive it. And what do you do? You take it for a nice car wash, even if it's supposed to snow the next day. Yes. Facebook account, which is why you have to check it every few minutes. You have to have it on your phone, your iPad, your iPod, your computer, any gadget on this planet, you have to have it on it. And you have to have data so that you can keep accessing it from anywhere and everywhere you are. Cell phone. Aha. I don't need to say anything about it. Everybody knows our love for cell phones. So, your house. Of course, big house. Nice house, beautiful house, with lots of sunlight, lovely colors. Nice carpet, nice walls. Money, exactly. So we see that we love stuff. We love money. We love things. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that. But some things we love more and other things we love less. Some things may be valuable and other things may not be valuable. Allah says that if you want to reach al-bir, the reward of bir which is jannah, if you want to taste the sweetness of bir, then you have to spend out of that which you love. Mimma tuhibbun. It doesn't mean everything that you love you have to give away. But mimma, at least some of, at least once in your lifetime. If you have two stuffed toys, come on, you can give one away. If you have an iPod that you got seven years ago, and now you have an iPhone that has an iPod in it already, come on, you can give your iPod away. You love your Facebook. So what if you can't check it for two days, for one day, for half a day? Because you're busy studying the Qur'an. It's not a big deal. If you do it for Allah, then you will experience what righteousness is. Mimma tuhibboon. Now, if you think about it, what the nafs likes, what your heart loves, you hold that back. You keep it with yourself. And what you don't love, you don't care about it. You can lose it. You can forget about it. You can forget about its existence and it won't harm you. But the things that you love, you hold them back. You keep them with yourself. Allah says, give it away so that you can reach al-bir. 
And he says, وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ Anything that you spend, then Allah knows about it. On hearing this ayah, there was a companion by the name of Abu Talha, who was one of the richest people in Medina, who had more property than any person from the people of the Ansar in Medina. When he heard this ayah, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ He said, O oh Allah's Messenger, Allah says, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Look at how honest he was with himself. He said, No doubt, Bayruha garden is the most beloved of all my property to me. My garden, Bayruha, is the most beloved of my property. Why? Because it was very close to the masjid. It had date palms, it had orchards, and it had a source of water in it. Even the Prophet ﷺ would come and drink from the water and eat the dates and rest there. So it was very, very beloved to him. And in fact, he used to live there. In the middle of that orchard, he used to live there. Imagine you live in such a place. He said, this is the most beloved to me. He said, I want to give it in charity in Allah's cause. And I expect its reward and compensation from Allah. O Allah's Messenger, spend it where Allah makes you think is feasible. On hearing this, the Messenger of Allah wasallam, he said, Bakh, Bakh, meaning well done, excellent, excellent. Great job Abu Talha, excellent. He said, it is profitable property. I have heard what you have said, and I think it would be proper if you gave it to your kith and kin. So Abu Talha said, I will do so, O Allah's Messenger. And then he distributed that garden amongst his relatives and cousins. Because that's what the Prophet ﷺ instructed him to do. So, tunfiqu doesn't just mean putting it in the money box, okay, in the sadaqa box at the masjid. It means giving to your sister giving to your younger brother, giving to your cousin, giving to your son, giving to your neighbor, giving to your friend, giving to your colleague, giving to your mother-in-law, giving to your sister-in-law, giving to your daughter-in-law. Giving to others. Because the point is, give it away. Give it away. Why? Because only then you can attain albir. This is why Ibn Umar anhu, it was his habit that إِذَا أَعْجَبَهُ شَيْءٌ مِّن مَّالِهِ تَصَدَّقَ That whenever he began to like something of his things, then he would give it in charity. Anything that he started liking a little too much, he would feel that I'm a little too attached to it. What would he do? He would give it away. He wouldn't keep it. Why? To attain albir. But what do we do? When we like something, we preserve it, we keep it, even if it's packed into the basement in a box for years and years and we're never able to go back to it and see it, but at least we know that it's there. At least we have the satisfaction that I have it. If we like something, we preserve it, we keep it safe, we don't even use it ourselves. We don't even use it ourselves. Instead, what do we use? That which is much cheaper. If you have a nicer hijab, tell me which one will you wear? The one that is not that nice. Why? So that the nicer one doesn't get ruined. If you have a lovely fragrance, very expensive, then you will hardly use it out of fear that it will finish. How cheap we can be sometimes. Really. And what happens? We hoard it, we keep it, and so we don't use it. 
it doesn't become ours at all. Because we cannot have it in the hereafter, we cannot have it in this world. In this dunya, because of our stinginess, in the hereafter, because we cannot part with it. Our shuh, our stinginess is so bad that we deprive ourselves. And eventually, it becomes someone else's. How? Either we lose it, or we die, and then eventually, it will become someone else's. But those people who desire the home of the hereafter, what do they do? When they like something, they give it so that they can find it in the hereafter. Abu Darda, one of the companions, once a person went to visit him and found that there was hardly anything in his house, said, what happened here? He said, I've sent it for the home of the hereafter. I want it later. I don't want it now, I want it later. But we keep it for later in this world. God knows whether we're going to find later in this world or not. But akhirah is definite. That when we love something, we're so attached to it that we've had it for years and years. Or we are constantly found with it. We never part from it. We don't leave it. It shows how much we want it. And if we give it away, then that means that nothing can come between me and my Lord. I can even part with this for the sake of Allah. This is sacrifice. Because وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبَّ لِلَّهِ The most love that we should have should be for who? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not for your iPod. Not for your scarf. Not for your fragrance. These are just things of this world. The love that you should have, the most love, the most, the strongest love should be for Allah. And that means you can sacrifice, you can give up anything for Him. And why do you have to sacrifice it? Why do you have to give it up? You know why? Because what you love, the things you love, they stop you from loving Allah. They hold you back from loving Allah. They distract you from loving Allah. Tell me, if you're sitting somewhere alone, you have your phone with you, and you love your phone. At that time, what can you do? You can either do dhikr, do some istighfar, talk to Allah, make dua to Him, or you will spend that time going through that phone. Do you see what I mean? But if you didn't have that phone, obviously who would you think of? Who would you turn to? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the things that we love... This is a reality. They distract us. They occupy us. So much so that we forget about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Recently something happened with me. And I'll share a story with you. And it was that something that I really like, somebody took it without my permission. I got very offended, very upset. And I wanted to show my anger. And I wanted to show my disapproval that you can't take my things without my permission. But then I thought to myself that what's the big deal? I mean, this thing that I love is going to stay here in this world. Allahu Alam, how long it will survive. It will probably die within a year or two. Especially having little kids around your house. Really, how long can things survive? Not that long. But the relationship that I could damage, the bad akhlaq that I could show, that is going to stay with me. That is what's going to stay with me in the hereafter. 
the thing that I love that was taken without my permission, it's going to turn to dust. Kalla ida dukkatil ardu dakkandakka. Finished, pounded, grounded, finished, khalas. But my behavior, my akhlaq, my attitude, my words, they will stay with me. So really, the things of this dunya, how much do they matter? Not much. But they distract us so much, they make us commit sin. And only when we give them up, we give them away, then we can experience the sweetness of faith. Then we can experience the sweetness of righteousness. This is why Allah says, لَن تَنَانُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ The Prophet ﷺ, he asked once from the companions, that who among you considers the wealth of his heirs dearer to him than his own wealth? They replied, O Allah's Messenger, there is none amongst us but loves his own wealth more. I love my things more. I don't like my sister's stuff. I like my own stuff. That's more valuable. That's more precious to me. The Prophet ﷺ said, so his wealth is whatever he spends during his life. Meaning whatever a person deposits for the hereafter. Meaning he gives it away. While the wealth of his heirs is whatever he leaves after his death. So we keep our stuff, we don't use it, we don't give it away, we don't even spend it in the way of Allah. We deprive ourselves of it in this dunya and in the hereafter. Soon it will become someone else's. This is not being wise, this is being very foolish. So, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ This is the reason why a person must spend something that he loves a lot. He must give that away. Even if you do it once. Don't do it with everything that you love. Pick one thing that you love and give it. And you will feel free. You will feel free. You will feel so light. You will feel relieved. Because the things that we own, we love, we are attached to, they weigh us down. You know, they bind us, they chain us, they fetter us so that our movement is limited. Isn't it so? We are not as free to do anything. وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ And anything that you spend, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ Then indeed Allah is knowing of it. Meaning, Anything that you give in the way of Allah, whether it's a lot or a little, expensive or inexpensive, valuable or not, anything you give, Allah knows. And when Allah knows, He will reward. So if you're spending something in the way of Allah that is very valuable to you, you love it with all your heart. Do you think Allah does not know the great sacrifice you're making? Of course He is. So will He reward you only for that old teddy bear that you gave away? That okay, its value is five cents, so you will get the reward of spending five cents. Is that all the reward you're going to get? No. Allah knows what you have experienced, what you have felt. And He is the one who rewards. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ Recitation. So was this ayah only for the Sahaba? Yeah? Who else is this ayah for? Also for us. So do we want 
to get the reward of bid, meaning Jannah? Yes. Do we want to reach high levels of righteousness? Yes. Do we really want to experience the sweetness of righteousness? Yes. Then what do we have to do? Pick one thing that you love and give it in the way of Allah. Give it away for the sake of Allah. And this will bring two benefits. A, it will help you develop self-control. It will help you break your ego. You know, if most of the arguments and fights between people, they're over what? Things, stuff. You took my thing. Why did you touch this? Why did you break that? You scratch this. Don't you dare come here. Don't you dare do this. I'm not going to invite those people because every time they come, it's like as if you know a flood has gone through our house. This is what happens, right? We argue and fight and have problems with people because of our things. But when we give less value to this dunya, when nothing is so precious to us that it's easy for us to give it away, then it will help us develop self-control. It will help us break our ego. If you can part with what you love, then you can also sacrifice your sleep. Then you can also pray for long. You can also forgive someone. You can also help someone when you want help. Right? And the second benefit is that you will have more space in your heart. For who? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ayyub salam, he was one of the wealthiest people from the Bani Israel. A prophet of Allah. One of the most wealthiest, one of the most richest people. So much land he owned. Flocks and flocks of sheep and very rich. And what happened? He lost everything. And when he lost everything, what happened? He said that he had more time for Allah. He could worship Allah even more. So when you give away what you love, you have more space for Allah in your heart. Another important thing we learn in this ayah is that every time a person spends what he loves, then he increases in bir. The more you spend out of what you love, the more bir you are attaining. The higher level of righteousness you are attaining. High level of righteousness is not just attained by you know, thinking that you are very righteous. But it's about sacrifice. Doing those difficult things even. Like sometimes you have to dare yourself to do something that you can never imagine. You can never even think of. But when you do it, you attain righteousness. Then we also learn in this ayah that the more a person loves something, there is more reward for giving it away. The more you love something, there is more reward for giving it away. So when you are selecting things to give away, don't just think about things that you don't need, and you don't care about, but also think about things that you love. That we should not give to others what we don't want ourselves. I mean, it's okay, but you should like for others what you like for yourself. Give to others what you want for yourself. And what you want for yourself is what you love. So love for your brother what you love for yourself. And when you do that, then you've attained albir. That love demands sacrifice. If a person loves for their children to have good education, then a woman will even give her jewelry away. 
She will even sell that. Literally. People will sell their houses so that their kid can go to med school. Their kid can go to an Ivy League school. They will do that. They will sell their house. They will sell their car. Whatever they can do to get money. Why? Because what they love demands sacrifice. So if we want the face of Allah, if we want to see Allah, if we want to have a high level of righteousness, then we need to give something away too. That giving away, حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ This is not just something tangible, something physical. But it's also about the intangibles. Sometimes it means giving up a bad habit. You know, somebody mentioned they love sleep. So sacrificing some of your Sunday morning, Saturday morning sleep, no matter how much you love that, sacrificing that to study the Qur'an, come on. You're giving up what you love. And Allah knows that. Giving up, sacrificing those hours when you could just have a long breakfast, a nice cup of coffee by the window, and you're just celebrating Sunday morning, Saturday morning, you know, trip to the mall, just taking the day easy, doing your laundry, cleaning up your house, whatever. You're giving that up for the sake of Allah. This is also a sacrifice. And she's mentioned a personal story about how she used to love to draw, drawing cartoons. And that means sometimes drawing pictures of things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not allowed us to draw. And what is that? Of living beings, right? And we know that this is not allowed. And those of us who are not good at drawing, we don't care about it, okay? But those who can draw and who can actually draw really well, it's a huge sacrifice for them. A huge sacrifice for them to stop making such drawings. And not to stop, but to actually pick up their scrapbook and put it in the shredder. Yes. It's a huge sacrifice. So, حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Give away what you love. And what you love could be something physical and also otherwise. The love that you have for something, you think people can understand it? Like the love that you may have for your teddy bear. You think people can appreciate that? People mock at it. Don't they? People mock you for it. You love this teddy bear? Really? This piece of garbage? They will you know, call it everything that is offensive. But Allah knows how much you love it. People will think you're just lazy. This is why you love to sleep. Right? But they don't know that you actually enjoy sleeping. You actually enjoy every moment of it. That comfort. Who knows? Allah knows. This is why He says, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ He knows. So give it. And discover the benefits. Feel the benefits. Experience what you gain. And you can never experience what you gain unless you give away what you love. So give away and find out what Allah has in store for you. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.